And you are listening to KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. My name is Mike Hagan. It's 9 o'clock on Friday morning, and that means it's time for Open Mic Radio. Let's get things going here with a song from the Woodsmiths. This is called The Devil's Hands. We'll be back with you in just a few minutes. called The Devil's Hands. It's a song from the Woodsmiths, who will be joining me here in the studio shortly. It is Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Welcome to the program. It's Friday, the 4th of January, 2019. First show of the year. Glad to be with y'all. Uh, looking like a pretty nice day out there, considering it's the middle of winter. It's supposed to be like 50 degrees, I think, today. It's also First Friday in Columbia. So... 
you know, there's a lot going on tonight and uh, and this afternoon. So thanks for tuning in. Got a fun show in store for you this morning. Got some new friends with me. Going to be playing some music for us. The Woodsmiths will be here. If you're out and about, swing by, say hello. 915 East Broadway, as you know, down here we kind of open the doors on Friday mornings and say hello to our friends. I would like to uh, say thank you before we get to some more music here. Thanks to Kelly uh, and Andy and John Randall from the Hoot and Hollers for coming down a couple weeks ago and just for being so awesome. Also, uh, Molly Jean called in that day. Molly's fantastic, too. So thanks to all you guys for getting involved in the program on the 21st of December. The Hoot and Hollers released a new record called Live in Missouri. That was back on the 21st when they were here uh, in the station with me. But anyway, that album is fantastic, and you can check it out if you have the chance or the will. And if you listened to my program last Monday night, we did like a New Year's Eve sort of special on Orbit Radio, and uh, we featured that whole record. So we played the entire Live in Missouri record from the Hooten Hollers, and it's fantastic. So anyway, thanks to John and Andy and Kelly. You guys are great, and uh, glad you got a little time off here and enjoy yourselves before you get back on the road. Head out there to... uh, United Kingdom play some shows again with the Dead South all right it's Mike and uh, we're going to keep it going here with the music this one is (laughs) from a record that's called uh, is Christmas over yet and it is and this is the Woodsmiths it's called Broke for Christmas you're listening to it on KOPN 89.5 FM it's open mic radio
Another Christmas morning from the Woodsmiths, and we also heard "Broke for Christmas" before that one. And it's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, and uh, yeah, I've got the Woodsmiths in here in the studio with me. And before we get any further, let's turn on some microphones and say hello to these guys. Hi, guys. What's going on? Hey, hey man. How you doing? I'm good. I got Derek. I got Corey. Cody. Corey, Corey. Cody, Cody, duh, yeah, Uh, and uh, and Jordan from the Woodsmiths, and uh, let's uh, say hi. So uh, first, Derek, you're a local guy, or yeah, I grew up here in town. Yeah, yeah, I would say I've been around for for quite a long while. Me and Corey known each other since like junior high school. Long time. We're old now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Corey, I'm going to have you get right on that microphone, okay? And Jordan, yours, there's a little arrow, so make sure you're talking into that one there. Yeah. Okay, so what about you, Jordan? Where are you from? St. Louis originally, uh, but I've been been in town since 2007, Uh, so I've been here. Been here a hot minute. Thank you. Uh, yeah, man, you were playing all all the Christmas music this morning. <laughs> well, yeah. well, in fact, the reason that uh, well, not the reason that it got you on the air, but when I was reminded of it, we were in Roachport a few weeks ago. I don't know if you guys remember, yeah. but they had the uh, Christmas Carol competition or something like that. There were people caroling, running around town, and getting free drinks and stuff like that. But you guys were there, and it turns out that. I don't know, there was some sort of a mix-up or whatever, and you weren't actually in the competition because your songs were too raunchy or something like that. <laughs> but, but, yeah. uh, but you ended up sitting down in the Roachport store for an hour or two, and we were lucky enough to be there, and that was real fun. Yeah, I didn't want to ruin everyone's Christmas. <laughs> I figured it would be for the best to let them do their thing, and uh, we go elsewhere and do our thing. Because <clears throat> I heard it was going to be super casual that I walk in. Like, everyone's got, like, tuxedos, and there's... Like a full-on production, <laughs> right. yeah, there were yeah. kids running around. Yeah, because I was I was told about it the night before by uh, someone that was like one of the judges. They're like, "You should come; it'll be fun." And then I show up, and I'm like, "This does not look like fun." Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I didn't show up <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, you were. Uh, you that were was sick. Interestingly absent. Yeah. yeah, that was a good call. Whether you were really sick or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. sick enough to not want to drive 45 minutes right. to town. Hey, Jordan, how'd you get here from St. Louis? 
Uh, I came down here for college, you know, typical. Like Mizzou or Columbia College? Columbia or College. Columbia man. College. Columbia College. Right on. Yeah, I wanted to make pretty pictures when I grew up. <laughs> Were you successful? I was successful. I made a few pretty pictures. Uh, I still make some pretty pictures. Yeah. And now I'm just making pretty sounds, man. All right. Did All right. album cover for the last album. Is that right? For Floodplane, yeah. Uh, Floodplane was the name of the last record. That was like 2017, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, a um, little bit about your musical background. And Corey, first of all, before, um, I know you're a local guy. I've known you for years. Yep. We, used, we used to yep. run across back paths. Back in the Fugue days. Back when you were just cutting your teeth back yeah. there at the Fugue, I remember. Um, what about music background, Jordan? You have, you, you have a music in your family? or? Uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, as much, I suppose, as well, maybe a little more than most people, but not as much as some. Uh, Dad was kind of audiophile of hmm. many different things. He was a guitar player and uh, guitar player in a living room recording artist and... Uh, <laughs> Every kind of spare penny he got from everything went to the next piece of stereo equipment or... Yeah, my dad know, was uh, a lot like that, too. Yeah, he's still got... I've still got all of his records that are in alphabetical order. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he... Uh, pretty much him, he was what... Uh, he gave me the musical taste, and then around 16, I decided I... Uh, my fingers had something to say. Mm-hmm. You always been a, a guitar player? No, I just picked up the bass. I uh, picked up the bass at seven, 16... Um, having a like a sleepover with a buddy and um it was a dude i hadn't connected with in a while mm -hmm. we started hanging out and he had a spare bass and he was a bass player <laughs> we hung out all night and he started like talking to me about it and like i started listening to bass lines and he was so jazzed about it and as soon as i picked it up and he started showing to me i got hooked about <laughs> a month later i got a teacher took a couple of years of lessons and I, had, I haven't played anything else since all right yeah well you're a very good bass player it's, oh, fun, thanks, to, it's fun, fun to watch you play Derek. what about you background I uh, started playing guitar when I was like <clears throat> 11 or 12, and then kind of took a break. My cousin was the guy that got me started. He had a white strat. He taught me how to play like the intro line to Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, the first, the first thing I learned how to play that. Some, some Skinner. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then uh, I'm basically about the same at playing guitar as I was then. Just I know more scales now. <laughs> I've not gotten any better. <laughs> I've just been leaning on uh, the crutch of like I know a bunch of chords since then. Oh, yeah. and uh, your first time here in the studio at nine on Friday, so we have to say good morning and hello oh, to our track. friends that uh, drive the, the waste management mobile out there. They're big listeners to the program I'm certain of it yeah. right now yeah I think they make a point to come down here every Friday and 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 throw a monkey Bang wrench around. into my music yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway one of these days like I say it every week but I am gonna find out who's driving that truck and invite him up here someday and tell him that he's been a big part or she has been a big part of the for a long time yeah. so all right uh, Corey what about you background music I actually started on the guitar uh, and then I, I knew a couple friends that had drum kits and I would always go over there and bang around and they'd kick me off because I wasn't any good uh, and then you know ten years later still doing it and I'm better I haven't kicked him off the <laughs> well, he's fallen off it a couple times he, he has a pretty interesting little drum kit that he <clears throat> kind of started using I don't know how long how long ago since you started using that little kind of homemade what, kit that like he made three five years, years ago five years yeah, Dang, it's been, it's been, been a while long. Yeah, we've been doing this for five years wow <laughs> time flies when you're having fun yeah well, one of these days I'm gonna have to figure out how to get a little video feed out of here so that people can see some of the instruments and some of the bands when they're playing but uh, Corey's little drum kit here is a pretty pretty cool little artistic uh, piece as well yeah. Diana's in the corner taking a couple photos of it so we'll we'll put uh, a couple of these up on Instagram later it's today. quick description it's like a suitcase with a tambourine tied to the front of it a cast iron <laughs> skillet and a wooden box and uh, there's a little symbol the most expensive dart well, don't, yeah. don't you forget about our, our biggest sponsor the Folgers Bucket yeah oh yeah oh, it's a blue bucket today. we changed it the Folgers they quit giving us free coffee grounds so uh, oof so, you know, we... Switch over to Maxwell House to, or something. Well, we, switch, we switch back to a generic brand. We're not going <laughs> to... Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm the sad one. I'm not advertising for anybody for free, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I got some more questions for you, but before we do that, why don't we uh, settle down and play, play a piece of music, huh? All right. Sure. What are you guys going to do? Uh, you want to do... We'll do... We got a bunch of new ones. We're kind of about to record a new album here soon. I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do studio-wise, whether we're going to do it in town again, or I kind of want to go down to, like, New Orleans, or mm. one of, like, the bigger music cities and go down and do it into, I don't know, just a different place. 
Hmm. You know, Columbia's been good to us as far as studios. Right, right. Will's always great to work with. Yeah, I was going to say, you do a lot of recording at Will Reeves' place. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the only place in town that I'd go to. Hmm. So, uh, give your money to Will, guys. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to back off here for a second, and we're going to let the Woodsmiths play a song for us here. It's Mike, you listen to... Uh, we'll sit right here. Yeah, I was gonna say, let me know if this is a little too loud or too quiet. Uh, I can take care of the mic on this side here for the most part. Um, yeah, I'd bring that so down maybe just a hair. For sure. But we'll figure it out here once we, once we get going. Anyway, open mic radio, and uh, here's the Woodsmiths back in a few minutes. Are we playing now? Yeah, go ahead. Gentlemen, that's uh, the Woodsmiths. What's that called? Cup full of kerosene. Cup full of kerosene. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I drank a few of those over the ho- <laughs> holidays here. I'm taking yeah. a break on the alcohol for 2019. I'm trying at least. We're going to yeah. see if that works. It's yeah. a rough one. Sobriety's <laughs> not easy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out. Anyway, okay, so it's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio. <laughs> Cup full of kerosene. That's the Woodsmiths. They're with me here in the studio this morning. And uh, good to have you here, guys. Let's uh, ask you another question about um, maybe influences. Who uh, who you kind of listen to a lot of, Derek, when you were growing up? Or, the or Wu Tang Clan. The Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> listen to a lot of Wu Tang. Listen to a lot of uh, I don't know, honestly a lot of hip hop for, uh, for real. A uh-huh. lot of local bands. Whenever I was coming up, most of which aren't really around anymore. Mm-hmm. Like Cave was a band. I guess they were gonna play here in town, just canceled their show. Um, 
I saw him on the on the bill recently. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what happened. Yeah, those guys are really cool. Um, those guys. Uh, some of the early there was a a record label called Painfully Midwestern. A lot of mm. the guys from that, like Ditchwitch, was a band that I was familiar with. That's Mercer and Johnson before it was Mercer and Johnson, right? And before uh, the Missouri yeah. Monsters and that, right? Yeah, all that. And then uh, <coughs> I mean, Bachman's Zufio was a band that, like, I kind of. I used to go see them play sold out shows at the Music Cafe back when the Music Cafe was before it was the Fugue. Yeah, man, deep cuts. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I've been listening to. I I feel like I've been focused on like Missouri music for like since I was a kid, just because it was like around. And I was like, oh, these guys are doing it. There's a band called Mu Thirty Three. I'm not familiar with them. That was like one of the first band. It was a college band. They pressed a vinyl. They played at a. Uh, the only Bokomo festival that we ever had huh. out at the Columbia Fairgrounds. That was like that was a every, weird. It event. was like was Everclear, really Gravity event. Kills, and there was like all these like weird '90s bands that were there, and then there was like a couple local bands on the bill. <laughs> are you talking? Are you talking about Bacchanalia, like circa 2000? Oh, okay, no, that's what I'm. I, that's oh, uh, what I thought you're talking. Oh about. no, yeah. yeah, like no, Bokomo was like uh, the rinky dink little festival they had out the fairgrounds, and there was like a half pipe with guys on BMX bikes. <laughs> And, uh, like, a stage. I remember the guy from Gravity Kills was, like, riding his keyboard like a surfboard at one point during the set. During the set. I wish we had a Bokomo festival. That's, I mean, yeah. maybe they'll bring not, it back. Yeah, we should bring yeah. back the Bokomo festival. All right. Let's I'm figure gonna out a way to do that. I'm going to be the administrator. I book all the bands. Hey, yeah. I mean, if you, if you need a partner, I'm, we'll find a place to do it. You know, those people out of Catfish Katie's are pretty cool. I think they need. I think there needs yeah. to be a festival out there sometime this summer. I don't know. They don't. No, they, they don't, definitely got the stage for it. You know? Yeah, they got a space too. Yeah, that's no. something we might put on the put on the docket. We may might have to talk about this a little bit later. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, Corey, who who you listen to or who you use? Who, who I listen you to with? a lot of stuff. Uh, like, oh, I'm wearing a death metal shirt right now. You know, playing a suitcase like. Bluegrass <laughs> music, you know, so, uh, but I mean, I. Kind of, you know, hanging out with him, a lot of hip-hop, uh, metal. I actually didn't really start getting into country until, like, a few years ago. Yeah, Derek yeah, kind of yeah. got me into it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, you know, yeah. a lot of stuff. I'm with you. Yeah, Jordan. Corey hated country until I started playing, like, all the good old, all the good old stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I, was... I kind of grew up on, like, well, because my parents listened to country, you know, and yeah, I always, like, it. I hated it, you know, with a passion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I was the same. Me I, too. I think all of us, so yeah. why are you listening God. to Hank Williams? I don't think that's good. My mom's like, it's good. Trust me. You'll God, wait, I, I used to hate my dad playing Wayne the Train Hancock uh, oh, in the man, car. That was, so like, great. the bane of my existence right. when I was, like, 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like when I was a kid, it was all kind of like the classic '90s, uh, you know, alt rock stuff. Like, well, I, I guess it's not the classic. They've, they've been a long, around longer than that, but like, always been a giant Chili Peppers fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I suppose it's kind of natural. I gravitated towards the bass. Yeah, Flea, what a player. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I used to hate stuff like Wayne the Train and yada yada. I didn't really start getting into country until I started playing in the country band. Uh, with my buddy Skyler, Skyler Pringer from sure. the Dirt Road Junkies. Yeah, yeah. Played with him for a lot of years. And uh, man, playing with somebody or playing the music and then also playing with people that have like had it in their soul for so long, like shows you all the like little nooks and crannies of the genre that you would not have stumbled mm-hmm. on or maybe would have stumbled. It would have taken a lot more work. But uh, right. But yeah, it, that got me into a bunch of the stuff that's going on now, like Cody Jenks and Tyler Childers and. Whitey Morgan and right. Whitey Morgan's great. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you gotta check out Billy Strings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, he's awesome. Dude. I, we just played. It, I think Augie just played his whole uh, his, everything that we could find from him like two days ago at work. Do you guys ever listen to Woody Atkins show on? Yeah. Oh on, yeah, the, uh, real, the, the real deal country, country show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Woody's guy pretty much turned me on to, to <laughs> country music a few years back. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm those, quite a bit older than you guys, and I songs. I didn't like country until I was. <laughs> you know, until a few years back. Yeah, I feel like you need some direction, especially with like the weird turn that it took in the oh, 90s. That's what yeah, did it, man. Yeah, it just turned well, everybody off. Dude, I wrote some calling you out. <laughs> we were still like, I think the last of like the music video generation, you know? Yeah. And I still remember, uh, I don't remember whose horrible song it was, but that, uh, the honky tonk badonka donk oh, yeah. song. Do you remember that from like, yeah. like mid nineties? No, you yeah. should hear the country music like today. I like, saw it one is called the song's terrible. called Tailgate, and it's this the whole video is this girl just in the background in the back of a truck, and like the background's changing around her, and it just sounds like a crappy pop song. It's not even yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. I'm, I'd, I'm, like to, yeah. I'd like to follow the timeline and see where exactly it split from like 
I kind of want to blame Taylor to. Swift. Like, no, it happened way before yeah. her, man. <laughs> some yeah, record executive figured out that. that they could just so. take, you know, their studio band and get somebody that had a country accent and give them, like, are you from somewhere that, like, not many people have heard of? Yeah, you got a pretty good voice. We'll just give you a band and you can write songs. That, Sing about your tractor. Yeah. Just do anything to pander down. Well, yeah, like there the was studio a, band thing, that was happening back in, like, Elvis's day. What was the name of his backing band? It was, like... On every Nashville, like, I always yeah, want to say it's the yeah. Legionnaires, but I know that's not what it is. Hmm. It's like one of those. I forget. I wish Kevin was here. He'd know. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy what what happened to country music. It really did change significantly, and now it's sort of shifting back. Now you got outlaw oh, yeah. country and yeah, some yeah. of the, some of the people that are rep- recognizing the older stuff. Well, I feel like the that face of the record had to be too, that had to be going on behind the scenes. Mm. It just finally like. And finally, enough people that you know were loved country like started thinking, "What the hell? Where's the actual? Right. Where's well, the all good these stuff?" Guys went independently, produced their own, so they don't have a record exec or a producer telling them like, <laughs> "This oh, is you how should, it has to sound." You should and... switch this part on this song to make it a little more for the people. Like you think Sergio oh, listens to anyone when he goes into the right, studio? Right, right. Like, you know, no, that's a big part of it. I mean. Um, so many record contracts actually have that written right into the contract. I mean, if you're going to record with uh, you know a big label, typically they they're going to be pretty much in album. control of that record. Yeah. You know, yeah. They want three singles and then they pay you like ten cents for every album that you sell. Yeah, no. If you can get away with it doing your you know doing it sort of independent way, that's the, yeah. that's the way to go. That way. Hey, are you familiar? Speaking of good country music, you guys know Paul Weber and the Scrappers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun seeing those guys around. Yeah, uh, yeah I've man. known Paul since he was playing. Well, he's playing. Well, he was playing with the Hootenhollers before, but he was doing. He's playing with Todd. With Todd Wait, right? Yeah, yeah down, California down, down, and in New Orleans for a while. Yeah, New Orleans too. Yeah. I yeah. I just ran into there uh, over over Christmas. I was in St. Louis and I went to uh, John's show out at uh, Off Broadway, and I mm-hmm. ran into their drummer, uh, the Scrappers drummer, Justin, oh, Justin, Justin Hickerson, and, uh, Yeah. Well, we were wearing the same shirt that night, and it was a dimly lit bar. We oh, had the same length hair right now. You saw that Instagram I post? Did. That was fantastic. Took out the Sharpie, and I just drew a little beard on myself. Yeah. Made ourselves twinsies. That was pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jordan and Justin did a little twins thing that night. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, we are, uh, we're about halfway through uh, the hour here, and I don't want to waste too much time talking. I'd like to hear another song from you guys. Right. Will you play one for yeah. All right. Uh, once again, everybody, this is going to be the Woodsmiths. You're listening to it here on Open Mic Radio. What do you got, Derek? I don't really have a name for this one yet. It's going to be a new one. This is a new one, though, that's going to be on the album. Hey, Jordan, yeah. give me a little more bass, too. We're a little low on that last song. All the new ones, Corey. You got it. You remember this one. Here we go.
fantastic. I love that one. That's a great one. Yet to be named, I guess. Huh? Uh, maybe under attack. I don't know. Send in your submissions. Look for this. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, everybody, you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN 89.5 FM. My guests in the studio today are the Woodsmiths. We've got Corey and Derek and Jordan with me. Pleasure to have you guys. I'm glad you stopped in. What's Thanks going on this night? You got, you got any shows coming up? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, nothing on the... Well, maybe when we hear back from Rose. I don't know. We're talking a few different people. Kind of starting to get the new year lined up. Yeah. Say so it's winter time, and it's not fun playing shows in the winter. So I kind of <laughs> was just like, I don't want to drag my stuff in and out in the cold. Right. Like, we can just take a little time to figure out what we're going to do in the summer and spring. Yeah, I think I'm still recovering from New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, working yeah. on a week hangover. Kind of doing pop-up shows here and, here and there. Maybe some busking. That's always... If you get those nice like seventy degree days in January right. and stuff, so it's like get out on the corner somewhere doing that. I don't know. It's cool getting back to doing that stuff. Honestly, I feel like you play all these shows all the time, and it's a big runaround, and it's like it's fun. But I mean, driving five hours to play for two is not the funnest. Right, right. And when you can just drive ten minutes down the road and you can play all day long, it's just as fun. Right, right. Yeah. What's uh. Let me ask you about songwriting. <clears throat> Who does most of it? You guys have written quite a bit of material I've, over the, over the I've years. Written all of it. You write all of it. Yeah. Uh huh. Kind of pours out of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's all an accident. And then you'll just uh, present present it to the other guys, and they'll kind of pick out their parts or kind of design their parts. Or yeah. Sometimes kind of just... he does it right on the spot. We'll <laughs> yeah. be doing a show, and he'll be like, "Hey, I just wrote this song a few days ago. We're gonna play it. You yeah. guys have never heard it. So yeah. Hopefully, it yeah. goes okay." <laughs> well, there's also been a few times where I've like written songs on stage where I like I don't have lyrics or anything, but like I am able to cobble together what I can remember at the end of it. Be like, That's remember awesome. that one how it went like this? Corey will be like. Corey's always a little too like dip, I'm dip. just bad with song names. No, he'll so be like, have we played that one before? I'm like, dude, I'm it's always, on an album. Yeah, he'll be like, that was on our like first album. I'm like, uh, play it. Like as soon as I hear it, I'll know what it is. But as yeah. far as song names, like that's funny. Not the best. <laughs> yeah, no, songwriting was one of those things that like uh, when I first started doing it, it was like a real. I feel like I was trying way too hard. Like, you know, you're trying to, like, put every all your heart and soul into, like, every line of a song, and it's not really the way it works. You kind of just got to write for the trash can, basically. You know, like, if it's not good, throw it away, and I've thrown plenty of songs away. Right, but just just keep writing and grab, yeah. the, grab the good stuff, huh? Yeah, what a great line, write for the trash can. I like it. That should be a part of a song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's, like, just an artistic principle in general with whatever you're doing. If it, if it's got any art in it, man, just you got to be willing to throw away a bunch of stuff, which is oh. yeah. You, I mean, and whatever you're doing, you gotta you know you're gonna make a bunch of make a bunch of junk before you get you know good at making anything. I think that's true. You know, Diana does the program after mine. Her show is called Speaking of the Arts, and she brings lots of people through here that are in the arts community outside of music primarily. Although there's some musicians that come on her program, but I think she'd probably agree that you got to do something for a while before you get good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Ten thousand hours. Ten thousand. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also took like the backwards approach to like playing music. Where when I first started, I just I started just playing guitar, and then I didn't like. I don't have the proper mind to learn things note for note, <clears throat> so I'd start trying to learn something. Next thing I know, I was like writing chord progressions and stuff with what I had just learned and like switching them around. And then I never learned covers until I'd been playing for like seven years, hmm. like where I actually sat down and learned to cover and like started trying to play it the way it was yeah, played. The or singing something, yeah. thing was something that kind of came out of nowhere. It was never something I intended on doing. Because I was originally just writing. I had another guy that was playing with me early on, and I was like writing songs, and he was singing them. Hmm. And then he would always forget the words, and he just like make stuff up like on the stage. And I was like, man, I'm not gonna waste my time to write songs for you if you're not gonna remember the words, you know? Right. So, that's the whole point. Right? So like, I'll, I'll do them. I'll sing them. Then, you know? Yeah. You know, no offense to singers out there that use like a lyric sheet or whatever, but it always drives me crazy. I say big offense to those people. <laughs> you know, <I'm laughs> big like, offense. I'm you like, got a lyric go. sheet on stage, you need to quit your job. Find, right. find us in the parking lot after the show, you lyric <laughs> yeah. sheet having mothers. <laughs> weird yeah. sheet having mothers. <laughs> I'd rather what... forget the words on stage than have a cheat sheet in front of me. I'm with you on that. I think yeah. that I think that's a fair statement. So yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, like I, I'm not looking at you know uh, four hours bass tabs, man. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, got, I, got, I, got no, I got no sheet music up here in front of me. 
Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to ask you a favor, though. Um, I've started sort of a new tradition here. It started with the Hoot and Hollers two weeks ago, but nice. I, I have to read a couple of these PSAs on the on the air every every morning. Uh-huh. And rather than me read them, I thought that I would have my guests read oh, them. Right. And you can do them in any kind of voice that you choose or make, you know, just pretty much read what's there on the paper if you would. But, um, uh, you know, I'm going to have uh, Jordan and, and Derek, unless unless one of them decides to bail out and, throw, <laughs> and throws one over to Corey here. Oh. But, but uh, yeah, if, uh, I think Jordan looks like he's ready to do it. Yeah, We're gonna have with more words. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. We got a couple of pieces of business here to take care of. All right, this is a promo PSA for Operation Safe Winter Como. Operation Safe Winter Como is a volunteer coalition dedicated to direct action in the support of local homeless population in Columbia, Missouri. Throughout the winter, they collect coats, sleeping bags, tents, socks, underwear, gloves, hats, and toiletries and distribute them to those in need. KOPN is serving as a drop location for donations for these items. If you'd like to make a donation, you can bring it by the station 915 East Broadway, Monday through Friday between the hours of 9 and 5 p.m. And your solidarity and generosity will help provide a safe winter for those who need it most. Thank you for your support. (laughs) Thank you, Jordan. No problem. All right, next one. What do we got? Going for smart strips over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you know that? Did you know that seventy-five percent of electricity used in a pop, in a? Oh, see, I'm <laughs> not gonna read that loud. Right, here we go. Start over. You know that seventy-five percent of the electricity used to power a home's electronics is consumed while the electronics are turned off. And did you also know the government can tell? <laughs> that, that's not. <my> <laughs> uh, advanced power. <laughs> advanced power strips are replacing traditional power strips. These smart strips recognize when a device is turned off and on. Told you, and shut off the power supply. This can save you approximately two hundred dollars annually and a trip from the FBI to your house. <laughs> All right, I love uh, it. That's why you never got called on in language arts, man. <laughs> yeah. I was the kid in the class. Please don't call me. <laughs> All yeah. right, so that's what we do here at KLPM. We bring public service some announcements <laughs> to the lovely listeners out there. So now you got your information for Friday morning. And I think without further delay, we're going to have to hear another song here from the Woodsmiths. We're good. We got about 15 minutes left. I want to get two more out of you guys if I can. You think we could do that? Yeah, yeah. Let's squeeze them. Let's do a slow one and a fast one. A slow one and a fast one. Right. Right. Do you want to do that old one? Which old one? Uh, ask yeah. ask Corey what the name of it is. I was like, huh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the way we do it on stage. You want to do that one? Do you want to do that yeah. one, or do you want to do uh, Day Before the Day? <laughs> yeah, this is called uh, Box Full of Letters. I wrote this years ago. Oh, man, this one? Yeah. Well, we can do it. We can do We do Day Before the Day also for the slit tooth. Those are... Yeah, you want, yeah, you want to do Day Before want? the Day, day man? Day Before the Day or Box Full of Letters? All right, let's do, let's do Day, then. The Woodsmiths. K-O-P-N.
Yeah. The day before the day. I like it. Is that an older one or a new one? It's a new one. New one. It's going to be on the new album. Uh, doing all new stuff. <laughs> all right, all right. Doing like half the new album for you up here. So uh, you guys are recording, or you're planning on recording again? Talking about been, it, yeah. Kind of been loosely planning on it for like the last five or six months, and I'm just now kind of getting the gears going. Yeah. on Actually looking into stuff. Well, I mean, right. we're also we're, we're doing this one a little different than we usually do, uh, or you have done, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so we've been kicking around ideas, scraping money together, you know. The, the pre-album usual rambles yeah. yeah I think this one's gonna be more of an actual like we did two in the studio already and then three that I did in my basement I guess four or three in the studio too if you count the Christmas EP mm-hmm. but yeah we did all those just live we'd go in and record like 20 songs and like the first session we did the first time we did 15 songs or 21 songs in like four hours wow and then the last one I think we did we split it up over two sessions, so we had like maybe nine songs each time, and then we cut it down from nine to like fourteen or fifteen for the album. Right on. But yeah, like that's that's cool and everything, but I think we're gonna try and do it like a little more tracked out this next time, you know, and then have some some local. We're still gonna like do it live. Though. We'll yeah, still yeah. do it live, but, but like split up a little stand, bit more. Yeah. Like, you know the way, <laughs> like, like try and sit in there studio, with a quick yeah, track, just like yeah. with the with your headphones on and like playing over yeah. a track. Like, we'll do it live, it just but doesn't we're gonna feel leave, right. Leave space for other people to come in. Yeah, and maybe have some some visiting some uh, yeah. musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, Dave Durnley was to on. Be announced. Yeah, Dave Durnley and Sam Shin were on the first hmm. three, kind of over the three we split it because that was two sessions too, and we split that up over three albums. Right. Dave's one of my favorites. Darnley is just yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he played he played real nice on a couple songs that he had never heard before. So <laughs> that's how we do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, look. Um, why don't we give out some contact information if people want to get a hold of you or find out how they can uh, learn more about you <laughs> on the web? I guess uh, we got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Most active is probably Facebook. They'll still use Instagram, but uh, you can get a hold of us on any of those ones. But yeah, as far as upcoming shows and stuff, Facebook's the one that we're, I'm, well, I guess that I'm the one that does it, but yeah, so I try and make sure that I at least have it on there so people know what's going on, because that's the one that people f- frequent the most. Right. We're actually like three likes away from 1,500, so hey, hey, do right. it on the air, we'll give you a shout Very out. Good. All right, yeah, and, and also, you know, when you guys are doing that stuff, send me a note, and I'll make sure I mention it on the air, you know, oh, nice. I, Thanks, I, do, I do that pretty regularly. So, okay, um, I'm going to have you guys do one more, and then we can wrap things up, and we can make room for Miss Diana Moxon, who's going to be All doing right. her show in a little bit here, and uh, and then we'll go on from there. What do you got planned for tonight? Anything fun? Oh, man, I, uh, I think I'm going to clean the house <laughs> I think it might be I'll give I them said a, fun Jordan <laughs> I'll give these guys a plug I think I'm gonna go see Marcellus Ghost out at uh, they're Roachport at, at the General Roachport Store, store. Yeah. I was gonna mention that yeah. I've got it before uh, before the end of the program here I usually do a quick rundown on what's happening tonight and let's do that real fast here I guess we've got at Rose we've got the Fried Crawdaddies doing happy hour then the Missouri Bluegrass Festival tonight and that's yeah. gonna have Mercer and Johnson and uh, Old Salt Union um, I'm not sure who else with that one, but I know those guys are going to be there. You've got the Missouri Jazz Fest going on at, um, at the Blue Note as well. And in fact, next week we'll have Mike Nolan, uh, the general manager of the Blue Note, will be here on the program. We'll talk with Mike about some of these upcoming shows and also just about his background and uh, you know music here in Missouri. Uh, like Derek just said, we got Marcella's Ghost tonight at the Roachport Store. Tell me a little bit about them. Uh, it's like a kind of cool, like folky. I think there's four piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like a bluegrass guitar. sort of. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it's more on the folk tip than bluegrass, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, it's just just a good local band that uh, people need to go check out because they're good. All right, yeah, cool. Real so, solid fiddle player. Right on. All right, so that's tonight at the Roachport store and uh, anything at Cafe Berlin. It doesn't look like it. All right, so let's have one more from the Woodsmiths and then we'll wrap things up here. All right. What do you got for us? This one's called A New Place to Call My Own. Uh, <clears throat> kind of think about moving out of town sometime here soon. Maybe try and expand my uh, circle of hanging out. All right. Yeah, I've been, I don't know, anyway. But this is a song about <laughs> not liking Columbia. I do have songs about liking Columbia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just BSA before I sing a song yeah. about not liking it. <laughs> all right. so, yeah, You've all been warned, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the Woodsmiths. Open my radio key again. Brown 
Ladies and gentlemen, the Woodsmiths. Thanks again, you guys. Yeah, oh, man. Sure. Thanks, for having, Thanks for having us, man. Fantastic. That was fun. Jordan, r- ripping it up there on the base. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be keeping around. That's right. <laughs> all right, you guys. I'll see you out and about, all right? All right, cool. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's Mike. You're listening to KOPN Columbia. This is Open Mic Radio. we got about four minutes before we wrap things up here, and we'll get to Speaking of the Arts with the lovely Diana Moxon. I've got a couple things to mention before the end of the program here. Um, yeah, next week we'll have Mike Nolan from the Blue Note, and uh, Mike's got a bunch of good shows lined up for the next few weeks here, so we'll talk about what's happening at the Blue Note and at Rose over the next few weeks, but we'll also do a nice proper interview with Mike and find out a little bit about him. He's been involved in the music scene here in Columbia for a long, long time and been a part of bringing a lot of great musicians and uh, and bands here to Columbia. So that's coming up next week. We got Mike Nolan from the Blue Note. Nick Gorham, hopefully in the next few weeks. Nick, of course, is the drummer for the Gold Bugs and uh, does some other work with John Galbraith. And who else? The Comancheros. Um, new country from Columbia. We'll see what those guys are about. Dylan Walsh, Irish singer-songwriter friend of mine. We'll have him on the air via telephone. Ray Fitzgerald at some point and I'm not sure who else. So anyway, if you want to get a hold of me, the email address is orbitradio. Wait, I shouldn't give that one. It's mikehagan at mikehagan.com. And if you have music that you'd like to introduce me to or share with me or anything else that you want to get to me, just do that through email. You can send it to me again at mikehagan at mikehagan.com. And also on Instagram, uh, if you look for uh, Open Mic Radio, you can find me on there as well. You can find the Woodsmiths online as well at uh, Facebook and on Instagram and at Twitter. And check those guys out. They're a lot of fun and making some good music for a long time here in Columbia. Let's see. What else? Um, what do we have going on later today? Power Pop Pat from 6 to 8. We've got Penguin Tracks from 4 to 6. Grateful Dead show coming on at 8 o'clock. And then great music throughout the rest of the night. So keep it dialed in here to KOPN for your Friday afternoon and evening. Got a lot of great music and probably a little bit of talk coming for the rest of the day. And once again, Diana Moxon coming up in about two minutes. We will put a little piece of music on here. We'll wrap things up with the title track from the Woodsmith's most recent record. It's called Floodplain. Come on back next week and we'll catch up with you then. It's Mike. You've been listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Once again, this is the Woodsmiths. Summer 